You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Well, we know it's not easy to win three derbies. Leap to Fame has been able to achieve that. The New South Wales derby, the Queensland derby and the Victoria derby some weeks ago and Chris Barsby, he's got an awkward draw there at Benangle on Saturday night in race five, ahead of the or the Sebi of the Breeders. What are you thinking? Oh, he's clearly the horse to beat, Steve. He's uh, clearly uh, labelled himself as the best three-year-old in this country, claiming all three major derbies. So uh, he's the horse to beat. Uh, he's not only the horse to beat for the uh, this Saturday night, but for the final the following week as well. So we look forward to seeing him in action. There's a host of Queenslanders competing down there again on Saturday night. So there's going to be uh, plenty of eyes on Menangle apart from being at Albion Park on Saturday night. Steve, just some news coming through from Menangle this morning. We've got the Group 1 Lensmith Mile Fast approaching coming up on Saturday week. Wolf Stride, this is a very good horse. He's now under the care of Darren Vinsk, and he'll be able to win that trial uh, sub-50 mile to race, so he's definitely on track for next week's feature. JOK, interestingly, was in that same trial for the Fitzpatrick Stable. They won the, the open feature last week with Zeus Bramak. He finished fourth in the field of four, but good to see him back at the track. Uh, we spoke yesterday with Pete McMullen. You know I'll be late. He mentioned that he's uh, now being transferred to Victoria. He's under the care of Emma Stewart. He's drawn barrier one on Sunday in heat two of the Victoria Trotters derby, but drawn right alongside him is Plymouth Chubb. So that's going to be a very interesting race, but I'm sure they're thrilled to come up with the inside gate. And Tim Butt, uh, champion trainer that's now based here in Queensland, doing a really good job. He's picked up a nice horse from New Zealand, and his name is Sirius. He's only had two starts for a win and a placing, but uh, this is going to be a nice horse moving forward for Tim, and he's got the team flying at the moment, so looking forward to seeing him step out in the, uh, the coming uh, weeks and months. Just speaking of the Bud family as well, Kate Bud, of course, that news coming through that she's just moving on from the Albion Park Harness Racing Club. Obviously, she'll still be there on a regular basis, but um, I was sad to read that, Chris, and she'll be a regular, was a regular contributor, of course, on mobile rolling, Kate Bud. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. That news came through uh, last week, so uh, yeah, it's disappointing, but it just proves that uh, uh, nothing lasts forever. Uh, we've all got an expiry date, but uh, yeah, hopefully she'll be at the track uh, more often than not and uh, we'll be able to keep in contact. But uh, moving on, and uh, she's been able to find a, a new position elsewhere, so we wish her all the best mm. of luck. Wayne Graham's with us. Wayne, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Now, when I spoke with you yesterday, I was asking about tonight's runners, and you said, oh, not much not much to talk about here. You've got the three runners, but I've looked at the tab prices. Two of your three runners are favourites. Yeah, yeah. They're a fickle bunch, aren't they? Um, <laughs> the price marketers. Um, yeah. Oh, just barrier draws, Chris, isn't it? Um, like the first little mare, um, Shakalaka. Like, she's a, she's a little cutie. Um, tries her guts out every time. But, um, you know, and, and she went good last week, but, you know, um, at least from the one, like, she hasn't got a great deal of gate speed. That's her, her problem. But, you know, the 2000 starts inside's a big help there. So, you know, if she's handy, like, you know, with her, whatever she's got, you'll get, you know. So, yeah, uh, she goes... Like I said, she's just a little cutie. She tries her guts out. Um, okay. The other horse, your Maximus. Um, 
<laughs> he's been going really good. Um, on paper, it doesn't look good, but, you know, you draw bad at Redcliffe and, um, you know, you, you're trying to come wide and you, you can't get into the race, you know. So he's got gate speed, so hopefully Sanderson can be at his best. And um, the other horse, um, what's his name? <laughs> Bradley. Bradley. Charlie Bradley. Yeah, he's... Um, Barry Lou sent him up and uh, he just said, oh, good luck. And I said, oh, yeah, righto. And uh, I said, what's his trouble? He said, oh, he goes all right. But he said, not every start he turns up in. And uh, I said, oh, well, I've got a, I've got a couple here that uh, a bit like that. So I said, he'll feel at home anyway. So, um, yeah, like he, yeah, on his track work at home, um, it's, it's all right, but um, I'm just hoping when he gets to the track, he's, uh, he's a bit more with it, you know. But, uh, yeah, he'll be interesting. Okay. But, um, that, that's yeah. not a bad race, that race that he's in as well, Carlo Bradley. But you look at his record, overall, he's obviously got ability because uh, he's been able to put together a fairly handy CV. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's what Barry said. Like, Barry, yeah, we Barry's sent the odd one up over the years, you know. And like Barry said, he's... Um, if he turns up, um, you know, he said he can. He's quite. He's quite handy, you know. But um, I was talking to uh, Johnny O'Shea. I said, "Oh, what's your opinion of the horse?" And yeah, but we'll both get put off air what he thought about him. So um, <laughs> he said, "There's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of him. Like he's. Um, it's a bit. I think it's more in his head, you know. So I said, "Oh well." I've got a few of his mates up here that um, they're a bit the same way, you know. You've, uh, you've just got to take them on the night and see what happens, you know. But mm. uh, was it- no, Barry, Barry thought he'd do a fair enough job. Like, it's just, he said, it's just that hard where he's at Dubbo and they don't race enough. And I think it's about a five-hour five turnaround if he races at Bathurst and um, with his grade with the national rating system, um, you're sort of nearly open company, you know. Well, it just makes it hard for those horses. Yeah. Was there any temptation about trialling him? I was going to, but, you know, um, it's probably been what trials you put him in and, uh, like, you could end up breaking a record trying to, um, you know, either that or, um, yeah, so I just thought, yeah, he was forward enough. Um, we just gave him a little bit of time off when he got up from uh, Dubbo. And uh, like I said, he's, he's fit enough. And uh, I'm happy enough with that, you know. So, um, yeah, like I said, it, it'll, it'll just be interesting. We've changed a little bit of gear on him. But uh, like I said, his track work at home, um, he's pretty laid back with it. Um, and that, you know, so we haven't sort of overdone anything. I've just sort of poked him along within his uh, comfort and uh, just see what else turns up. All right. Well, that's Carly Bradley. Just on Il Maximus in race three, that's the right draw for him, isn't it? Barrier one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he's, he's like on paper, like his last few runs have been good. He's just, um, yeah, you're back last. Um, you hook out three and four deep um, and you just don't make ground. So change just sort of been poking in between trying to get a split. Um you know, and he's he's been going good. You know, we've we've been sort of quite happy with him. You know, so from the one alley, um, 
you know, like I said, it's up to Sando. I'm taking him there, so it's for him to to finish the job off, you know. But uh, yeah, I expect him to. Yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't win or, or run a good second, um, it's going to be a long drive home. All right, and with uh, Boom Boom in the first, drawn barrier one, is that is that tricky that barrier draw for her? Um, not re- not really. Like I said, she hasn't got a great deal of gate speed. So at least she's on the fence there now. Um, and like I said, the, uh, it's 2,000, I think, Chris. Um, yeah. You know, so that's, you get that short run. Like, she's not slow, slow out of the gate. It's just that um, all she can do is stay level with them if she's drawn out wide, you know. Um, she hasn't got enough speed to cross anything. So, you know, if you're drawn sort of three, four or, or five at Redcliffe, by the, the second line get through, the next minute you'll ask. You know, so, um, you know, from here, from there, you know, I sort of, yeah, I think she'll get crossed, but she won't be far away. And like I said, at least with her, you can you can count on week in, week out. You know, she just tries her guts out the little girl, you know, so that's always a big help, Chris. Uh, you lose nothing as far as the driver tonight with Adam Sanderson, but where's the boss? Yeah, yeah, the boss had prior engagements. He told me, so um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't delve any further, Chris. Um, that saved him making a story up and me thinking, yeah, well, that's not a bad one. So um, yeah, now he warned me last week. He he said he had something up and on. He just wasn't sure what night it was. But uh, anyway, we were we were sort of lucky. I had the three in because I mean, if there's there's only one you don't get Sando. He doesn't drive that far uh, for one drive. So uh, I said, well, there's three there. So, And then I think Duxie uh, put him on one. So he's quite happy. He's got four drives in the first four races and he'll be gone before race five, I'd say. Happy days. Happy days. Pressure <laughs> moment now. What What's the pick of your trio tonight? Bill Maximus, I suppose. Mainly because I, he's got gate speed. Well, you know, he, 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 yeah, he's got quite good gate speed. He's on the fence. Um, like I said, it'll be a long trip home if he doesn't um, doesn't deliver. That's for sure. But in saying that, it'll be a long trip home, Chris. So, you know, so we're sort of used to it. But no, he'd he'd be the pick, I think. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. Wayne, just on that, what time do you normally get home? Uh, it's. It's only about an hour and a half, hour and forty minutes from uh, from Redcliffe, you know. So you don't stay very long because, and the worst part about it, I got one in tomorrow at Redcliffe in the first race. Well, like it's yeah, the first race is just after breakfast, sort of thing, you know. So um, by the time you get home and then try and get done the next day and get up there, it's uh, yeah, it makes it hard. How long do you work your team of horses in the morning to give our listeners an idea? Uh, well, yesterday I think we finished. Oh, we didn't start probably until half past six, I suppose, yesterday. But um, oh, we we finished and we went up for breakfast about you know, half past one, quarter to two. So, um, yeah, I was lucky, you know. But today it'll be the same, probably finish about one o'clock and then... Uh, Get up to Redcliffe by the time you you battle battle your way through the traffic, you know it'll probably take us you know, a bit over two hours today by the time you get traffic. So uh, yeah, probably got to leave 
you know, half past two, something like that, no later, quarter past two maybe, you know. So, um, yeah, you don't get much. Uh, <laughs> it's not a great deal uh, of time. I'm just lucky I'm not in the last race. So yeah. and that's, that's been on the cards for the last few weeks. So, you know, you sort of, if you're in the last race, by the time you get home, it's midnight or more. And then, uh, yeah, get up and get mobile again. Well, appreciate the time. Best of luck tonight. No worries, Chris. Thanks very much, mate. There he is. Wayne Graham joining us. So there's a trainer, uh, Steve, that uh, I don't think he'd be disappointed if they announced the new track at Norwell. No, not at all. That's on his side of town, so he'd be happy with that. But those on the northern side, they'd be sort of going through what he just outlined that he goes through. So mm. one of those situations. Yeah. Darren Clayton is about to join us. We're looking at Reckliff tonight. Eight races. Darren joins us each and every Wednesday and he's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. What's making news in your world? Oh, not much. We're just uh, a good day yesterday at Albion Park. A few winners and hopefully we can keep it on going tonight. And um, just one thing I did want to mention, Chris, uh, just wanted to give a shout out to Craig Menkins. Craig uh, lives up in Mackay, up up that area. Um, he's been an owner for a long time. Most of his horses have raced with Shane Sanderson over the years, and Craig's just going through a, a period of ill health. He's actually battling brain cancer, and um, he's got a bit of a challenge on his hand. He he was an NRL footballer earlier. Um, he was in the Cowboys' initial um, side into the competition back in 1995, and uh, he's lived up north and. Finally, they look like they've got a, a pretty handy horse. Uh, having a first start at Wagga last Friday, two-year-old got home in 26-3 up the lane. They've actually called it our mate Menko. So just a shout-out to, to Craig. Keep fighting the good fight, and, and hopefully um, you get some good news on the horizon. Yeah, absolutely. Best wishes to Craig. And I happened to catch that two-year-old. He was sharp, led all the way there last week. Uh, young Abby Sanderson, Shane's daughter, had the winning drive, so he, he looks like he's got a motor. So that's going to uh, certainly give him something to focus on away from the uh, the uh, the health issues that he's facing right now. And speaking of issues, we know Brett Cargill's doing a tough at the moment with uh, a little health battle. Uh, there's that big fundraising night set down for uh, Albion Park on November 5. So it's a Saturday night. It's going to be a massive night. Albion Park Harness Racing Club in conjunction with Embracing Pacing. They're getting right behind it, so they're going to have a lot of entertainment, a lot of fun, and they're hoping to raise as much money as possible for Brett uh, because it's, it's tough times. There's no question about it. So we're wishing uh, all the best for Brett as well as Menko as well. So a couple of our uh, our guys that, uh, you know, are part of the family, uh, we've, we've got to look out for them. And uh, that big night comes up for uh, Brett Cargill at Albion Park on Saturday, November 5. So let's find a winner. You've said that you're in good form yesterday. Let's keep it moving along. What is the best bet tonight? Yeah, well, it was good to hear the, the thoughts of Wayne Graham then, uh, Chris, because I'm, I'm really keen on Il Maximus in race three. He's just been waiting to get the right conditions and he strikes the right setup tonight. Um, probably should get a nice trail. He was runner-up to, to Lanark Boy um, three starts back. I think he gets the right setup here. Um, should be some good pressure in the run and he gets every opportunity, I thought. Race three, number one, Il Maximus. Okay, two ninety currently with Tad Bix Prize. What else takes your fancy tonight? Yeah, well, uh, 
Well, I'm with Wayne in that first race. I'm going, or in race three, I'm going against him in race one. I thought Mariana Bromack um, would be a good chance in that race. She uh, she was a winner three starts back, got forward closer to the action and, and was able to land the win. Last week, um, she was hitting the line nice. She was back in the field. She was only beaten four metres behind Ideal Tiger and there was a, um, some nice sectionals out of that race and I thought... Um, the way the race would pan out here, Mariana Bromack can get another victory. So race one at number eight. Okay, hopefully starts us off, uh, starts us off on the right note. Three dollars there. The quaddy races five, six, seven, and eight. Throw some numbers our way. Yeah, the first thing I've got number seven, three max on top, thinking that the one Matt Iriactor, a last start winner, can hold the front. If that pans out, well then I thought the leader, uh, the winner would come from either one or seven. And throw in number eight, Wave Dancer, if he gets the right run through too. So we'll go one, seven, eight in the first leg. The second leg, race six. Um, <clears throat> buy a ticket in the raffle here. It's a, This is as open a maiden as you'll ever see. And uh, I've got number eight, Village Smirker, on top with absolutely no confidence. Um, it was runner-up last start, but... Uh, it was about 30 metres behind the winner, Augusta Hanover. Hurricane Mel gets the gate number one. He's a bling. He's a bling it on three-year-old on debut. Um, not a too bad a trial. And we'll throw in Ghost Train, but you could make a case for anything really in that uh, field. So we'll go one, five, eight, and nine. The third leg, uh, happy to go one out here with number two, Trioli. Um, she can do a few things wrong, but she looked really sharp in a recent trial. She got sent back to the trials for a subpar effort returned with a really slick trial. She gets every opportunity to uh, to dictate there, so we'll go one out with number two, Trioli. And in the last leg, uh, Teacher's Pet, probably a little bit uh, on the shorter side at the moment. I noticed it was even money, but uh, um, certainly gets every opportunity out in gate six. Just concerned about um, where she actually is at the moment. A couple of her recent runs probably not quite up to scratch. So. Just throwing a bit of insurance with one Aruna and seven Birdles Firefox. So one, six, seven in the final leg. Okay, repeating your quality numbers tonight. First leg, one, seven, eight. Second leg, one, five, eight, nine. Two only in race seven. And the last leg, we bring it home with numbers one, six, and seven. Your best bet, race three, number one, Ilham Maximus, 290. You're also keen on the chances of race one, number eight, Mariana Bromack at $3. They're at the gates here in Loading Wagga. Darren, appreciate the time. Looking forward to the chat on Friday. We'll be back to normal on Friday, so we'll uh, have plenty to talk about Friday morning. Sounds good. Thank you.